Cam and Kristen's Real Estate Show. Sounds like Canberra. Sounds like Mix 106.3. Moving? Get up to $200 credit on your yearly energy bills with ActU AGL. Hi there, this is Cam Sellings. Each Saturday between 9 and 10, Kristen and I host the Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. And this is what we featured in the show last weekend. Despite the fact that a large part of Australia's population is in lockdown, uh, there are a, a number of indicators suggesting that our housing market has been even more resilient in 2021 than it was through the COVID cocoons that we lived through uh, this time last year. So to discuss how our property markets are handling this round of restrictions, let's say good morning to regular uh, regular guest Michael Yardney, of course, CEO of Metropole Property Strategist and host of the popular Michael Yardney podcast. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Cam. Hi, Kristen. Hello, May. We are into spring. I mean, usually it's the time that our property markets shine. How are our uh, how are our housing markets holding up? <laughs> That's easy for you to say. Yes. Isn't it? <laughs> um, interestingly, spring is the time when there's more houses for sale, more people are looking for buying properties, but it's being slowed down a bit by the lockdowns. But if you look back over the year, Canberra's performed amazingly. Who would have thought at the beginning of this year, with all the challenges we were facing, that nine months into the year we'd be saying, look how well it's done. Over the last 12 months, overall, Canberra property values went up 22.5%. That's amazing. Now, of course, some properties didn't do anywhere near as well as that, and some did more. Rents in Canberra similarly have gone up 9.1% for houses over the year and not as much for units, apartments 7%, but the housing markets are holding up and part of the reason is there aren't that many properties for sale. If you look at how many properties are currently on the market in Canberra, they're down 39% on a year ago. So few good properties for sale, people still interested. That's why the Canberra market's doing well. Yeah, and then just speaking to local real estate agents on the ground, or in fact not on the ground at the moment, all stuck in their houses like uh, like we all are, uh, they are saying once we sort of tend to come out of lockdown and there will be announcements to be made on Tuesday, as we understand it, that there may well be a flood of properties coming mm. onto the market. So, mate, consumer confidence um, is an important factor, obviously, underpinning our property markets. How's the sentiment holding? Holding up at the moment to here in Canberra, but nationally as well. Sure. Well, you're right. Consumer confidence is important, Cam. You don't make a big decision about buying a house or an investment property if you're not comfortable about your financial future or your job future. Last year, from peak to trough, in the March last year when the COVID first hit, consumer confidence dropped 40%. Mm. This time around, it's only about 12%. Look, we're a bit more down but I think most of us know there's an end in sight there are vaccines there are now a roadmap to get across to the other side so consumer confidence is holding up so that confirms what you said a moment ago let us out let us out of the lockdown (laughs) getting our finance in place so many people have already got finance pre-approved the markets are going to go strongly yeah great that was going to be my last question what's ahead for our property markets for the rest of the year a well, boom. It's not going to be as strong growth, Christian. It can't keep going at double-digit growth like that because mm. that's unsustainable when wages haven't gone up totally. as much as that. But we are going to still have stronger growth around Australia and in Canberra, but to a lower degree, and that'll continue well on into 2022. Okay, Michael, it's always uh, interesting to listen to your insights. Thank you so much for joining us and enjoy the rest of your weekend. 
My pleasure. I'm going to be home all weekend. <laughs> yes, yes. So are we, mate. Don't yeah. worry about that. Yes. <laughs> Thank okay. You. Michael Yardney, CEO of Metropole Property Strategists and host of the popular Michael Yardney podcast. Just Google Michael's name and there is a wealth of content for you. Kristen, our next guest mm -hmm. um, is timely. Timely indeed. And while we absolutely will not be, and I'll say this again, we will not be encouraging people in the ACT to hop in your car and drive aimlessly into New South Wales. And in the news, we've heard uh, ACT Commissioner um, Neil Gagan speak about this as well. So there will be police on the borderlines. Yeah. We're keen to hear about uh, the rural market and the changes that have uh, been announced overnight and with more coming uh, for the Yass Valley area. So with that, we'll say good morning to George Southwell, Director and Owner of Ray White Rural Canberra and Yass. Good morning, George. Good morning, Cam and Kristen. How are you this morning? Hi, mate. We're really well. Uh, for you guys across the border, what what are the new do's and don'ts in regional New South Wales? Well, look, I've been doing my research for you, Kristen, and it's a little bit hollow at the moment. We're waiting for an announcement tomorrow or Monday just to explain exactly what we can do around open homes and auctions. Mm. But the good, the good news is that right through this lockdown, we have been able to do one-on-one -on -one inspections. Um, so we have been able to still operate, and auctions have obviously been online. Mm -hmm. And I know there has been talk, especially sort of in the areas closer to Canberra, so namely Queanbeyan, and obviously uh, with the differences on, you know, houses only 100 metres away, but just separated by that border. Mate, and so with that in mind, how have you handled selling properties, you know, on large parcels of land through the lockdown? Yes, certainly. The good thing is we've got a bit of space out here, Cam, so the four metre squared uh, distancing rule can, can play out pretty well. And we did see uh, a little bit of a quiet period about three weeks ago, um, but we've definitely started to get a hell of a lot more inquiry coming in. Um, about 14 days ago, the, the phone started to ring again, and I believe that we're going to see a massive influx of property hit the market, and buyers are going to come out of this lockdown quite enthusiastically. What percentage of those calls that you're getting, George, are from Sydney-siders? And Melbourne residents going, hello, um, <laughs> we're thinking of a tree change. You know, Kristen, I thought it was something out of a comedy skit, mm. but dead, I've had probably 10 of those phone calls in the last two days. Wow. Yep. And they're, they're literally, people seem to have got over the shock of the lockdown and now they're going, bugger it, we want to live near mum. Yeah. Move earlier than what we were or... People are really starting to, to question their careers in the in the major cities. Um, and the internal migration, I mean, this isn't just a Yass Valley story. This is also through Goulburn and obviously in Canberra as well. But internal migration from our two largest cities in, in Sydney and Melbourne is just massive. Mm. Like, I was talking to a valuer the other day, and uh, obviously the valuer comes in after the sale to make sure the bank's happy. And he said that almost 50% of the valuations he's done in Yass have been for people moving from Melbourne or investing from Melbourne. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's just incredible. All right, mate. Well, we know that uh, every time that you show up to a property, the first thing is to sit down, have a cup of tea and a nice plate of scones and then talk about uh, the different properties. Have you got one that you'd like to mention for us? I'll tell you what, there's a cracker that we've got in the Fairley Estate at the moment, Cam, 45 Middle Street. You'll have to check out our photography online. We've got it going 
to, to an auction online. So Frank Wormsley, our auctioneer, is getting excited about that, as we were with a great success. We had one on Wednesday, Cam. We had 12 registered bidders, and it sold for 50 grand over the reserve. Wow. Oh, great. Yeah, that's gold. Nice. Just incredible. Yep. And Cam, just quickly, I just wanted to let Kristen know that mm-hmm. extra heavy lambs sold in the this week for $38 a head. <laughs> oh, George. Um, why didn't you lead with that, brother? Yeah. Hey, you don't I, wait until the end of the interview? Uh, uh, look, I'm not sure what you actually are and aren't allowed to do, but I reckon little Hugo would love <laughs> would love a little lammy. Oh, mate, the neighbours in Griffith, they <laughs> yeah. would love that. Yeah, so, yeah there'd be no, letter to, no letters to the Canberra Times editor with that, would there? <laughs> Uh, we'll get that organised for you, Kristen. That's no trouble. Yeah. Oh, I tell you, you what, I'll give you the 38 bucks, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay. Thanks, George. Nice, George. Wonderful. All right, thanks for joining us, uh, mate. Thank you. Have a good day. Good on you, buddy. All right, George Southwell, director and owner, Ray White, Rural Canberra, and yes. Kristen, after lockdown last year in Canberra, it sort of seemed we emerged and really got back into life almost as usual, really, yeah, didn't we? Totally. Yeah, with the current lockdown, though, being so much tighter, and I think that really reflects the aggressive nature of this Delta strain, um, mm. more of us seem to be plunged back into working and leading school lessons from home and yeah. all sorts of... And that. juggling the two. Oh, big time. So we're wondering if after last year's lockdown, were home office facilities and areas where parents can set up kids for schoolwork considered mm. in new architecture trends and mm. ideas, and if they were and are, how are they being talked about when designing new places? So we're going to invite back to the show Sharon uh, Shannon Batterson, uh, Australian National President-Elect of the Australian Institute of Architects and Director at local firm The Mill Architecture and Design. Hi, Shannon. Hey, how's it going? Really good, thank you. Hi. So, Shannon, when people are thinking about their house, you know, are they thinking about working from home? Are they thinking about homeschooling? Are they thinking about gyms at home? Yeah, look, gyms has been a big thing, actually. Mm. I think the the desire to be able to kind of keep moving if we go into lockdown again um, has been a big thing. But we actually found that after last year's lockdown, we really slipped straight back into the, no, we shouldn't have to do that again. But at the moment, so in the current one, people are really feeling it. We're having lots of conversations about how we can actually kind of do that juggle between schooling and and working and how we can divide houses up a bit better. Yeah. And so what are the specific things that you're talking about and requests in new designs that, that might be coming up? Look, it's the obvious things about, you know, maybe moving from, say, a study nook that's in, you know, part of the living room to one that's a small room. So it has a door that can close so that if you're on a, you know, call, you can actually control the sound levels. But also, surprisingly, it's about, we've seen a lot of people move away from really open plants. So Mm. if you're homeschooling and like in my house, we'll regularly have five people on a Zoom call, having one big open plan living area doesn't work. But having the ability to kind of divide off, say, the dining room from the living room or the kitchen from the living room means you've got different spaces around the house that you can control that um, that level of interaction. And that's something we're seeing come back really strongly all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, what are some of the quick fixes if, you know, there are people listening at the moment going, oh, my God, that is us. <laughs> we live in an open plan house. Um, what would be your advice to them? We say, look, be flexible. Think, rethink um, how you use your house just because, you know, everybody currently has their own bedroom but what you really need is a space for, you know, one or two people to be able to go into. Maybe you squeeze into one bedroom, you know, put the kids in one bedroom and that gives you that space to actually get away from each other during the day. Or... Um, 
we've been using our windows in the house as our whiteboards and we've been marking out, letting the kids plan out their day on the glass and it wipes straight off. So I say just be flexible and, and kind of think outside the box. Your house doesn't have to change necessarily, but how you use it is up to you. I love that idea of the uh, whiteboard and the white and the, the, the markers on the windows, but you have to be very careful with that, don't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there lots can go wrong the there. Right pen, I tell you, choose the right pen. Whiteboard markers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice. Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking uh, a few minutes to chat to us this morning, Shannon. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Okay. Shannon Batterson, right there, Australian National President-elect of the Australian Institute of Architects and a director at local firm, The Mill Architecture and Design. Well, those are the interviews we most enjoyed in last week's Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. If you love hearing about the latest trends or you're just up for a sticky beak, be sure to drop by for a listen this Saturday between 9 and 10. It's all thanks to ActuAGL, the real estate show with Cam and Kristen on Mix 106.3.